as humans, we love being in control. You know, control over our lives, our future, <laughs> even when we're on vacation. Just ask my wife. But the problem is, some people take this idea of being in control to the extreme. Parents stop their children from experiencing fun and enjoyment because the child could get hurt. Micromanagers who believe that being in their employees' faces, constantly monitoring, then fixing problems immediately is a great idea. Now, in one aspect, you know, this behavior is okay, like when someone is doing something extremely dangerous. But when activities are benign, like, you know, sliding down a slide, swinging on a swing, or just walking down the street, some people just go ballistic. And uh, <laughs> even in Far Cry 6, the son of the dictator tries to flee on a refugee boat to escape the yoke of his father. But unlike the dictator's son, we actually can stop being controlled by someone else. Hey, we even can stop a controlling person dead in their tracks before they begin. Now, this is where our example from the Bible, Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 24, gives us an example of what it took, what to look for, and how to act when someone is looking to harness your potential and closely control you. Then, Jesus made it clear to his disciples that it was now necessary for him to go to Jerusalem, submit to an ordeal of suffering at the hands of the religious leaders, be killed, and then on the third day, be raised up alive. Peter took him in hand, protesting. Impossible, master. That can never be. But Jesus didn't swerve. Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works. Then Jesus went to work on his disciples. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat, I am. Don't run from suffering, embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. You know, I love this passage because it not only shows how a controlling person's actions begin, but also how to react. It also shows what a good leader does. Now, here's a caveat, and for those of you who are under the age of 18 and listening or even watching, your parents must have some control over your life. Great parents, however harsh or kind how you see it, you know, great parents ensure that the next generation is educated and prepared for the world. And you know, the world is a harsh and unkind place. Great parents make sure you are ready to take on this challenge. Now, I'm not even letting you who are, you know, over the age of 18 and going through your college years, you know, your parents can be a great source of wisdom, but must understand that their control in your life has now been limited. Now, in order for us to, you know, to grow, we must make mistakes. That's just normal. And we hope they're not very costly ones. You know, mistakes are our barometer on how we react and continue in life. So how does the above passage in the Bible affect me? Well, I'm glad you asked. The people we are talking about in this message are the ones who control you for their personal benefit, not yours. The controlling person is only looking out for themselves. And as you see and heard in the Bible passage, Peter is trying to control Jesus from fulfilling the prophecy outlined in the Old Testament and directed by God, because in some way, preventing Jesus' death benefits Peter. Does this sound like a family member to you or 
even a significant other, or maybe even someone you just know. Well, of course, we've, you know, we've met them daily or every so often, but even supervisors, managers, and anyone on the corporate ladder can be one of these major controllers. Now, how do we disengage from this controlling relationship without being a jerk? Well, I'm going to paraphrase Thufur Hawat from Doom. First step in knowing you're being controlled is to know when someone is trying to control you. In going back to our biblical example, Jesus knew what Peter was doing in his words and actions. Peter grabbed Jesus' arm and, through words, told Jesus that Jesus will be stopped from fulfilling his destiny and completing God's work. Jesus knew immediately what was going on. Sometimes, however, you know, the controlling actions pretty much are subtle. And if you know people who are in toxic relationship, those folks may not see this control. They may even deny being controlled. And this is even if you or your or friends or, other, or even their family members point this out. This is because the controlling person is being very subtle in their actions. And this is to ensure the control is permanent and basically looks normal. Now from here, because we know about when someone is trying to control us, the next step is to know what you are called to do. Now, when you think about calling, the image of uh, someone taking the vows and becoming a pastor, priest, rabbi, or an imam. You know, in this, you know, in our message here for today, this is not the case. Your calling is the goal for your life. The big goal. The one that you should focus on to complete your life and your mission. When you finally know what you want to do in your life, have a plan, and are focused, that is your calling. A person trying to control your life will try to change that focus, either overtly or subtly. If you feel uncomfortable in a relationship where the other person is trying to change your focus and not support you, then there is an issue. A person who supports you will ask questions, but never tell you what to do. You know, Even if you ask for their help, a great leader, a great mentor, even a great friend will answer with their experience give you options, but leave the final decision to you. A controlling person will just tell you what to do. So, even if the controlling persons are family members, friends, lovers, or even someone you're married to, there comes a point in the relationship where you definitely need to draw a line in the sand and refocus back onto your goals. I mean, Jesus did this to Peter in our passage, saying, Peter, get out of my way. Satan, get lost. You have no idea how God works. Jesus just basically tells Peter how the goal and how God works, period, end of story. Jesus even gives Peter the title Satan. Now that's harsh, man. But sometimes we need to be harsh about detaching from the controlling person. That does not mean we stop loving the person, but maybe we need to separate ourselves from them. Stop socializing with that person, or even bring out facts, charts, and your experiences to get them off your back and bring self-control to your life. Today, you must also realize that all relationships are based on what you've created and allowed. This means that you created the relationship as well as the other person. But you also allowed what comes into that relationship, and you accepted it. 
Created and accepting what comes into a relationship generates patterns and habits that can be you know, either healthy and or unhealthy. So in any relationship, even with my wife, I'm always seeing what I like and don't like. Then through talking and action, try to change what I expect and what I accept. You know, my wife does the same thing with me. So do not think all of this is just one-sided. A relationship must never be one-sided. A person being controlled is a prisoner in their relationship without bars, chains, or locks. So I want to thank you for listening and watching this first message in our series, Relational Vampires. Next week, we'll look at critical people. Oh, you know them. They're the ones who constantly judge others. Yeah, sounds like some Christians too. Am I right, folks? So just want to remind you that the Greater Guild is able to stream and support our communities through generous donations from you. Uh, again, we don't receive or nor will we ever receive revenue from Twitch or YouTube, but we also won't bend to commercial sponsors. So donations are always welcome. And for those of you that have and continue to do so, hey, thank you from all of us here at the Guild. If you want to contribute and donate to the Guild, just head over to our website, greaterguild.com. Up at the top says donate today, or if you go into the menu, it has a button right there. Take your pick. You can also pick up the audio version on Spotify, and to find us on Spotify, search for The Greater Guild. And also, just want to let you know, click on the follow button so that you can receive notifications when new podcasts are available. You can also catch our game nights, and this is awesome because we finally have it consolidated. We Twitch, we stream, excuse me, we stream on Twitch as Greater Guild on Tuesdays and Thursdays beginning at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you want to watch, hey, just go to twitch.tv forward slash greater guild. Hit that follow button and make sure the reminder bell is active because you will be notified when we go live on game night or when our messages like this one go live. Again, I want to thank you for watching and listening and I will see you next week.